Hi, it's Wes Johnson. And John St. John. And we're here for GGR Pirate Radio. Yeah, because they've got balls of steel. Yes, and we may take those from you when we're done. The simulation just went bad, but you're the best I ever had. Like Camp Prince in West Sumnet, she touched me. You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. You're listening to The Diner on GGR Pirate Radio. Four Leaf Clover, make a wish. Wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Great Geek Refuge. This is GGR Pirate Radio. It is our main flagship podcast for uh, our website, which is greatgeekrefuge.com. Make sure you check it out whenever you get a chance. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the co-founder of the Great Geek Refuge, and I'm one of the hosts of our uh, podcast here. Uh, I've got two guys with me. They're awesome. They're fantastic. Absolutely love these guys. Two of my best friends in the world. Uh, The first one is the guy who helped find this website so he would be the other co-founder of the great geek refuge his name is steve monick i usually make some kind of snide joke or something here but nope it's my wedding anniversary and all i want to say is i love my wife mandy thank you for letting me do this stupid thing that we do uh all the time so thank you (laughs) yes big thank you to mandy for letting you do this (laughs) we we appreciate it okay i just picture like right now, like standing behind you with her arms crossed, like the entire time. Yeah, with 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 a real frown on her face, yeah. and, and just kind of like hanging her head, shaking her head, thinking I've wasted four years with this idiot doing this thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, because that's marriage. That's what happens. Yeah. So, <laughs> we've also got he is the he is the newest host or co-host of GGR Pirate Radio, but as far as everything else is concerned, he's just another member of the family. Like he is equal footing because let me tell you i'm still shocked that he works with us because not only is he a great podcaster 
He's also a talented musician. Uh, in researching what we were going to talk about tonight, I actually went back and listened to a bunch of old episodes and listened to his music and was just like blown away. I'm still like, why is this dude hanging out with us losers and talking about nerdy shit? It's because he loves nerdy shit, too, because if you listen to his music, it comes through in there. His name is MC Brooks. Hello, hello. So I was trying to come up with things that MC stood for and like just because this is what I do when I'm just like walking around and no, and no one's talking. Like I just think of dumb shit. Um, and I was coming up with like, like for instance, I was trying to like come up with cool things to say in the intro, like, um, like Steve gin and monic, you know, instead of gin and tonic. Um, and then the MC stands for mitochondria because just like the mitochondria in a cell, MC is a powerhouse. Oh, oh yeah, that's a really, I'm stealing that. That's a really nerdy scientific joke, but that's okay. Um, I'm just steal it, please do. Yeah. Uh, this is the kind of stuff that I think about, though. Um, so yeah, in going through our podcast and kind of listening to some of the things that we have done over the last like four, five years, um, I noticed that there's so many things that we started, so many things that we were like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did this on every single podcast? And then we stopped, and like it. It's kind of funny because like that's that's kind of me in a nutshell. There's been so many things where I'm like, man, I really want to get into this and I'll do it for a little bit. And then I'm like, yeah, and I stop, you know, like, hey, I'm really going to do this yoga thing. Like former professional wrestler Diamond Dallas Page has his own version of yoga. And it, it's all about isometrics and building muscle, too, while you're doing yoga. It was really, really cool. And I was like, I'm totally going to do this and I'm going to get ripped like DDP. Nope. Haven't done it in like months. Um, <laughs> So that's kind of going to be the topic of conversation here that um things that you have been man i really want to get into this and maybe you've been successful maybe you haven't maybe it's something that you've revisited several times throughout because steve will let you kick this off man because you were bringing it up which is kind of the um the genesis of this conversation um you said that you've recently gotten into reading mm-hmm. like you yeah, like, like just you just learned how to read like recently right Correct. I have been a phenomenal guesser up to this point uh, when people present me with documents. Uh, the fact that I have a job is is nothing short of a miracle. Uh, no, just <laughs> reading reading for for the story, right? Reading for for pleasure, um, you know, reading because uh, and, and Mike, very early on, you and I talked about, um, you know, back and when we worked together at that that one location where we met. Um, we kind of talked meta about why we like the things we like, like you and I were talking, okay, we like Star Wars, we like blah, 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 like, what is it? And we kind of came to the point that, well, we just like the story and, and seeing how a story is executed. And I kind of realized recently, like, there's a big fat gap in where I could be getting awesome stories from. <laughs> and there are these things called books that apparently have been around for some time. Uh, I, I've read the comic book uh, occasionally, <laughs> got a few hundred of those behind me, um, you know, and watch movies and TV. But, you know, getting into like really, you know, good sci fi, good fantasy, like like thick ass novels. Um, and so I kind of I went on Goodreads, which is kind of the the site for finding books and, and community and finding out what's good and what sucks and that kind of stuff. Um, and I have been picking up the Wheel of Time series of, of fantasy books, and they are massive and daunting, but I kind of figure I'm going to set the bar extraordinarily high, what I shouldn't do when it comes to like dieting, um, and just set the bar <laughs> ridiculously high, 
Uh, and if I can reach that bar, then I know like, okay, now I'm in. I'm a reader. Uh, I read consistently and I read a bunch of books. Um, you know, these are the kind of like fantasy books that are like thousand page tomes that, you know, and I think there's like 14 of them in the series. So I set the bar pretty high, but I'm already on book two. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Um, and it's very rewarding to just pick up a couple pages while I'm trying to rock one of my kids to sleep or something like that. So it's something I, I wish I would have done a long time ago. And unlike many things like you've mentioned, Mike, that I've given up on, did not follow through with, did not stick with. Yeah. Really hope that I stick with this one because I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Nice. MC, you got anything that kind of fits into that category? Uh, yeah. Uh, and you've, ac- you've actually seen me do it on, on Facebook. And that is uh, learning how to DJ. I mean, if there's <laughs> any there's any one like benefit that's that's uh, happened since being home for the last two months is that I've actually been able to carve out time for a lot of things that I've been wanting to do. I've been interested in trying to do, but just haven't had the the time or energy uh, to do it. And like my my one of my best friends is a DJ. I used to travel around with him when he would go do sets and stuff like 10 years ago. And I was always in and around him while doing it. I never picked up how to you know how to do it. He offered many times to teach me how to do it and uh, just never really took him up on it. And then, um, and and then like, you know, you know, time passes and I kind of was like, wow, why, why didn't I ever take him up on that offer? I mean, I like to play music for people. Um, I listen to music all the time. Like what, what better way to connect with people than to play music that you all like to hear, you know? And so, uh, over the course of this, this, uh, quarantine, I finally said F it and just, I shelled out the money to get the controller get all the stuff I needed to learn how to do it. And then now, like when I log off from, from work every day, just spend a couple, couple minutes, maybe a half hour or so, um, just figuring out how to, how to do this thing that I've always been curious about doing. Um, but never really took the opportunity to figure out how to actually do. Yeah. And like, it's, I can't, I can't wait to see what else, you do with that because i can't i'm i'm still hoping for the the day when you pop that uh, on the uh, facebook live and it ends up being um like a full show like i'm I'm super stoked for this like already well, like, you I, know what yeah. the thing with, with the thing with that is see facebook they like when you play certain music on facebook live like yeah. they'll shut your live down jesus that's that's basically like the last two times i've gotten on facebook live like because i played something that was owned by sony they were like hey we're gonna partially mute this but if you don't you know end your video at this point then we're just gonna we're just gonna end it for you yeah and then like the the first one i the one of the first ones i did i actually had to um appeal the the muting of the video to sony so that they wouldn't automatically mute or delete my video to which I was like, obviously I don't own this. I am literally on camera DJing right now. Why would I ever claim to own this music that's being played? And it's just, it's super, it's super annoying. So, I mean, that's 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 basically the the issue with trying to do it on Facebook Live. I don't yeah. I don't have the issue on like Instagram or Twitter or even if I were just like doing a basic video chat. Don't have like it's not an issue with that. It's only an issue on live. That is so weird. 
Do they give you that kind of criteria right up front? Like, I'm assuming, like, it's all about the copyright stuff. Like, they're they're scared to death of any sort of copyright issues. Is do they? What does Facebook tell you up front, or is it just kind of like, hey, don't do anything that's not good. You'll find Nothing. out what that is later. Uh, there's there they don't say any they don't say anything. It's just like you'll be in the middle of it, and what it'll do is it'll inter it'll interrupt the live and say. Hey, you're playing something that sounds like it's partially owned by Sony uh, Entertainment. Blah 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 blah. Dude, Here, you know what's you know what's messed up about that? I'm sorry to sorry to interrupt, but like Sony has actually started going back and putting in claims for music that you can't own, like public domain shit. So like old classical music pieces and stuff like that. Like they're putting in claims that they own that music for I don't I can't remember exactly all the details of it. But like stuff that like I think the rules like if it's more than 100 years old is automatically public domain. Right. So yeah. Like, yeah. 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 They're trying to say that they own stuff like that. Like it's it's re- they've gotten really, really, really shitty with the way that they handle that sort of stuff. And like YouTube by far is the worst when it comes to that. Like if you do like a YouTube live and like let's say you're um, Sandy and Jax love watching like these um, walk around Disney World things. Right. Um, and they're op- they partially opened up part of Disney World. They opened up. Um, Disney Springs, which is like the shopping area. They opened that up. And in opening that up, one of the guys went into a restaurant. He was sitting there eating a piece of pizza. And they shut his video down because you could hear the music over top of the loudspeakers in the restaurant. They were like, oh, that's copyright. Like, that's bullshit. But but the, the crazier thing, too, is I have musician friends who've gotten the same copyright claim for their playing their own music that they've created on Facebook Live that's that oh jesus like it just it drives me nuts like the the digital world we live in is so amazing but then there's also shit like this and it's like it's it's infuriating to a certain degree where it's like i can't believe that people get away with this sort of thing and like that's the other thing too is if you're in a pizza place and you're just eating pizza and you're talking and you just so happen to have i don't know uh, an eric clapton song playing in the background like, how does that hurt Eric Clapton in any way, shape or form? And how is that any different than what we do when it comes to fair usage, where if it's playing in the background, but you're talking over top of it, it's OK. Like, how is that any yeah. different? Yeah, that's the thing I don't get, because usually the issue is if you're like, if I were monetizing my Facebook live and just playing all this music, then all right, sure, fine. Yeah. That's OK. It's totally understandable. But like. If it's just being played and, like you say, like people are talking over it, or even if they're not, I mean, what's the issue with just playing music? We're not, we're not making any money off of it. There's like, there's no claim of, of, you know, of any monetary value that they can get from playing 30 seconds of a song by whomever on a live. So like, I, I just, I don't get it. I, yeah. I don't know where it's, where it's even coming from. Yeah, it's. These big giant corporations have, have have like clamped down on things. They're so protective of their their stuff for for what? Like it, it just it, it it baffles me. You know, like the the classic story of like oh Disney sued some um, daycare because there were Disney characters painted on the walls of this daycare. Like I don't even know all the details of the story. I'm sure there's more to it than that. But like everybody's heard that story, right? Like it's yeah. how does that damage Disney? How is that how is that affecting their intellectual properties that they own? Like it just seems 
it seems petty. Like, is, is that really what you have to do? Like, is that what you have to protect? Like, it's the whole thing just seems nonsensical trying, to me. I actually, I, I do remember that. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what their logic behind why, like, why it was this, like, why they didn't allow them to do it. I, I don't remember. It, it, it has something to do with like, like they didn't like if they let them do it, then who's to say that they that like other people in other places who own this type of business wouldn't be able to use the characters or yeah. something like that. Yeah. They're trying to like not set a precedent of saying, well, it's OK. Is that that's kind of what the gist that would is. be my guess. Yeah. 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 That would be I my guess. So. I'm just reading over. Um in 1989, the Walt Disney Company discovered that three Hallandale, Florida daycare centers had five-foot-high likenesses of trademark Disney characters such as Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and Goofy painted on their walls. Disney threatened to go to court if the centers did not remove the drawings, but the threat of legal action did not need to be carried out as the center replaced the drawings with cartoon characters belonging to Universal Studios Florida and Hanna-Barbera properties who volunteered the use of these characters art as part of a publicity ploy. Disney demanded that the unauthorized five-foot-high painted figures of Disney characters on the wall of very important babies daycare, good mother daycare, and temple um, messianique be removed from valid for valid business reasons. The unauthorized commercial use of trademark characters must be contested in order to keep those trademarks intact. Other Disney character licensees would have grounds to object if Disney provided inexpensive or free licenses to the center, which were, after all, profit-making expenses. The use of Disney characters falsely suggests Disney's affiliation with the care, daycare facilities. Like, I, I, it seems like a dick move because it's like, oh, they're kids. Oh, they're kids. But, like, I don't hate that decision. Like, that's that's a smart business move because if we allow them to use it for free, then other people could be like, well, what the fuck? Why do we have to pay to license your stuff? Right, yeah. Yeah, Mandy Mandy has her own um you know, startup business that she, where she does cookies. She designs, you know, custom cookies that, you know, are, are designed to look like all manner of things. And we did a ton of research on like, okay, but what can you actually do? Yeah. You know, what is the copyright law? You know, the, the trademark, that kind of stuff. Like, I don't want you taking an order for, you know, monsters Inc. cookies or something like that. And just getting the mouse, you know, dropping the hammer on our little family here just because you, you, you made 50 bucks off of a couple dozen cookies or whatever. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy out there. It really is. And like, if you, if you remember Steve, when we first started doing GGR articles and stuff like that, um, I was like super careful about using imagery that Mm -hmm. wasn't like public domain. And like after it, took me like six hours to write an article because I had to search so hard for pictures. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I just started using whatever pictures I could find on, on Google and stuff. But like for the most part, I think that we skirt the issue because we're, we don't charge for our content. Our content is free. And you'll also notice we're never talking shit about people for the most part. We're never like, man, Disney sure sucks. Or man, Marvel's a, bunch of assholes and then like here's a picture of spider-man being an asshole like we don't do that um now granted if we get to a point where we're big enough and they're like hey man you can't use that stuff like then you know obviously we'll come up with something else but i also think too for the most part as long as you attribute where you got the image from then you're okay yeah with a lot of my youtube uh youtubers i do uh follow do is they like 
they might like reverse an image or something yeah. just to kind of skirt or skirt around that. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks to be you. It, it's it, it, it's whatever. I mean, like, I just I feel like we're, we're we're small potatoes in the grand scheme of things, you know, so like it's not. Yeah, it's not like a big thing, Um, hopefully, you know. Yeah. And hopefully, I mean, we're not mistaken. I, I don't think we're hurting anyone. I don't think, yeah. you know, like these kind of situations, you know. MC just wants to make some music. His his goal right. isn't to steal yeah. from anybody. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, I hope yeah. that's the other thing is that like, you know, the artists or anything like, you know, we put it in the background because we like your music. MC samples yeah. your music because he likes your music. It's not exactly stealing it so we can make a buck off it or disparage you or anything. It's like because we're fans. Well, and that was the other thing, too, is like we got into I, I didn't really talk about it on the podcast, but I'll bring it up now. There there's a YouTube channel out there that does some music that we have used on the podcast before. Uh, we will not be using it anymore. And it's not really. You know, what? fuck it. Um, I was going to be like real like diplomatic about this and like just be like, oh, well, we're not going to disparage them. Like it's a really weird legal gray area because they're cover songs. And like they had a cover that was really cool and I really liked it. And I reached out to them because they said on their page, hey, don't use our stuff without our permission. And I was like, well, you know, let's, you know, like a um, a, a mutual respect among independent creators. Right. Like, let me at least reach out to these guys to not be a dick. So I reached out to him and I was like, I've never done this before, so I'm not sure how much is reasonable. And they were like, well, give us an offer. And I gave him an offer and they were like, oh, that's that's far too low. And I was like, man, you guys are kind of being douches about something that's really not even yours because it's a cover song. But OK. And then they countered and they gave me another offer. And uh, I was like, OK, cool. We'll think about it. And then they told me how I could pay. And I never responded back because after talking to MC about it. They really don't have the right to charge somebody for using somebody for, for a song that's not even theirs. So it's it, do, you, do you do you see that weird quagmire that we're kind of stuck in there? This catch 22 of like they're going to charge royalties for a song that they didn't actually write and they didn't create. Right. They only own they only own their particular recording of it. Yeah their version of it so like it, it was just it got to a point where i just kind of washed my hands of the whole thing i was like you know just forget it like i'm not even gonna do it i'll just not use the song anymore because it's not worth it to me because it would be nice if we were make it like if we had enough money where we could just buy whatever we wanted you know like it, it, it's but that's that's the other thing too is like i would rather support mc i would rather support said i would rather report uh support people who i know who are making music than to support some just rando that I liked their YouTube video. Like I have no connection to this person. I don't fucking know these guys. Like I, they, they work. And that was the other thing too, is at one point I was like, man, these guys really work hard to do this. And then Steve, you were like, yeah, making an eight bit song is not hard. Look here. I did it. And I was like, right. oh, well, well, shoot. There goes that. <laughs> I was like, Oh, did you know I have a library of like 300 of them? Here you go. Pick, pick, what, here, here's what you want. It was it was like and again, not to disparage these guys, because your version that you sent me is good. I personally, if you compared them, I think their version that they did is better. Sure. Like oh, yeah. just just on the ear test. Right. But I'm not paying seventy five dollars to to use their song. And it's not their song. It's their version of somebody else's song. 
Yeah. Like I would rather reach out. Okay. Now I'm just going to get full disclosure here. I would rather just reach out to Toto and be like, Hey, can I use Africa as our intro song on our podcast? And I'm sure they'd be like, fuck yeah. Cause they're Toto. Right. Like, I don't know. It, it just, it just seems like, it seems very, very strange. If somebody was like, Hey Mike, we really like something on GGR. Can we quote you or can we use this or can we use that? Like, yeah, sure. Go right ahead. And well, how much do we owe you for it? How much do you charge for something like this? Nothing. Use it. Just credit me for it. Like, I understand that some people are doing this as their means of living. Like, this is their this is their business. This is how they make a living. But like. Is is like some podcast where a bunch of dicks are just talking about nerdy shit. Really? Like, is that really infringing upon your hard work? We're, we're, we're literally like telling people how great this thing is. And like, I know that from the artist standpoint, like, oh, um, publicity doesn't pay the bills, you know, like exposure doesn't pay the bills. Understandable. But at the same time, too, like, let, let's 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 be honest here. There are other songs. There's other music. Yeah. There's other <laughs> things. And again, I would rather support my friends than some rando that I don't know. Yeah. And like 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 it's like uh Steve had a version. If you remember, I linked you to like three version, three other eight bit versions yeah. that I found just on a two second YouTube search. Exactly. So it's not even like they're the only ones with the exclusive yeah. rights on the eight bit version yeah. of of Toto's Africa. Yeah. Not only that too, I sent you a link to that one site, which actually I have it listed here. I'm gonna give this guy a plug because his 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 website literally says, hey, just make sure you give me a plug if you're gonna use my music. Uh, it's technoax.com, T-E-K-N-O-A-X-E.com. Royalty-free 8-bit music. There you go. And it was the mm. intro for, for it was in the intro for today's podcast. So, like, there you go. Exactly. Um, I didn't even get to answer my thing because now, <laughs> uh, now our, our plan for uh, this evening actually came through. I was reminded that uh, – Russ Brown, who is our guest this evening, um, it had a uh, he works for the YMCA and he had a course that he had to teach. He was teaching it online um, and he wasn't available until 830. So there's your answer right there. That's why he was not available at eight o'clock, because I apparently can't remember what people tell me. So don't feel bad, Steve. It's not just you. It's me, too. So <laughs> glad it's not just me. All right. Let me go ahead and add Russ and then I'll give you guys my my answer on this one. Like I'm. I'm kind of the 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 jack of all trades, master of nothing sort where like there's a whole lot of things that I've started and stopped like reading. I've, I mean, I've been reading since I was a kid, but like I go and I go in spells where I'll read a ton of stuff for like six months and then I'll just stop. And the way I, the way I work, because I'm also a writer, is it's like an input output thing. So like I'll watch a lot of TV, I'll read a lot of books, I'll read a lot of comic books, I'll watch a lot of movies and then I'll stop watching a lot of stuff and then it's all writing. I'm writing new comics. I'm writing new books, I'm, whatever it is. I'm writing articles for GGR. And like, it's like an input output thing for me. Um, writing has been the thing that like I have wanted to have to spend more time doing the most. So that would be the one that I kind of fit into this because I want to publish my own book. I've done, I've done comic books. I've done articles. I wrote for Yahoo before I did GGR. I wrote for some other website run by some douche. Um, <laughs> I um hi Russ thanks for joining us. Uh, Hello. Sorry about that. It's, you're good man. Um I 
that's the one thing that I, I wish I could stick to and always do, because I feel like if I did, I could get my book done and I could get it published and then I would be famous and a millionaire and then I could pay all you guys for doing GGR and I'd live in a big <laughs> giant house in like Florida and you guys could all hang out. It would be it would like this this dream like scenario that's like a sitcom. Like that's that's how I picture it. If I just I finished, the beginning, what would you what's your what are you are you actually writing a book right now or are you, you... I, I am actually, yeah. I am what, I am writing what's a book. The subject? But what we're what we're doing right now is we're talking about things that we either have always wanted to do but never really set ourselves to doing. And Steve used the example of reading more, and he's been reading a lot wow. of books. Um, MC has wanted to DJ, so he bought the DJ equipment and is kind of teaching himself how to do that. Me, I'm a writer. I'm trying to actually get a book done um, and, you know, maybe try to make some money off of it. Sure, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. But um, I mean, that's that's the basics of it. Like, but I'm also I'm I'm one of those people that like I don't. If, if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. Um, and I'll just teach myself how to do it. So a perfect example is podcasting. Uh, Steve one day in December was like, Hey, we should do podcasts. And I was like, okay, cool. Sounds like fun. We did it. And it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And at f- if I remember correctly, Steve, you were editing the, f- the podcast for the, like the first few months. Is that right? Yeah. We were, I just would bring my laptop. We'd record right to audacity. And, yeah. um, yeah, I would just kind of clean it up, throw a couple clips here and there. And, and it was, it was not good. It was very bad. <laughs> Steve, it's so good to hear your voice, man. I feel like I haven't heard your voice in forever. <laughs> Stanley, is that you? It's been so long. Oh wait, Russ. Phil? Phil Kong? <laughs> oh, we're gonna dive into all of this here in just a second, too. This is gonna be great. because uh, like quick aside, when we've done these before, we've done uh we what we call them, we call them welcome aboard. Um, we did one for MC when he first uh, came over to GGR officially. We did one for James Rambo. Uh, and now we're going to do one for you, Russ. But with every single person, when we did like the, the, the panelists, it was me, it was Steve, and then the new person, right? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing is none of us actually knew MC. I knew MC a little bit, right? Because like we had worked on Rock Deep Rogue Radio together. Mm-hmm. And I had known Rambo because like I had met him through Yuli when I was on Yuli's show Fantastic Forum. But like nobody was actually friends, like like legit new. Steve has known you for like how long have you guys known each other? Like, <laughs> oh five. Freshman in college, yeah, man. I mean, it's it's been fifteen, 15 years. Holy yeah. So this that. is this Half is gonna add life, a eventually. This is gonna be a whole new wrinkle to all of this, like <laughs> welcome aboard stuff. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website greatgeekrefuge.com for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!